seen the flash yeah at least once what superman or batman characters would you have preferred or to or um which would you have liked to have seen that would have made your experience even better than i would have been really happy and i'm not really happy but i would have been really happy ai joker i he the fake teeth ledger Hologram? No, that that would have gone too far. But a real life version of Will Arnett's Lego Batman. Oh, Will but o- dressed in like a Lego Man costume. Okay, but it's just like a boxy thing, and it is Will Arnett walking around live on stage. That would have really got me going. I would have. I don't know. I'm a little tired of Will. You're a little tired of Will. Will Arnett, yeah for years what an outrageous thing to say he's voices every commercial i hear his voice all the time sure and now you would have seen his face you have to recast the flash because let's be honest okay who who are you giving the role to kiersey clemens (laughs) she's in the movie is she (laughs) i think so is your girl from dairy girls that's great. Uh, you should give it to the nun from Dairy Girls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Okay, uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to the 243rd episode of What's in the Box Office, your weekly look at movies and the money they make. Each week, we sit down and pour over the weekend's box office returns and tell you what we think they mean for the industry at large. I'm your host, Brian. And I'm your host, Noah. And truthfully, I really don't know any, like, many young actors that aren't already engaged in serious projects. Uh, so I just don't have a good answer for that. You can make a girl flash. Then uh, it's Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, it's usually beads, right? <laughs> <laughs> boom! Classic boom. Uh, yeah, I think Haley Steinfeld would be a great The Flash. You can make a girl flash. <laughs> <laughs> no, it cannot be Timothy Chalamet. He cannot be the only answer. Oh, boy. That is going to be something that movie that he's making yeah we're all gonna see it just as quick as we see the flash and we're all gonna talk about <laughs> directed by um, the guy who did the paddingtons that's good so. i'm glad that he's being given too much money i hope to make that movie i uh, let's talk about some other movies though well it's it is tr- the traditional top five time and in honor of this weekend's re- release of the ensemble, the big event movie that is The Blackening. I have gone through and ranked my top five Cabin in the Woods movies. This is, uh, you, you and I had a brief conversation about this earlier. I'm specifically referring to the genre and the setting, uh, not the exclusively uh, Joss Whedon Cabin in the Woods. Uh, Drew no- Goddard Cabin in the Woods. Yes. Indeed, incorrect. Uh, number Josh, f- co- Josh co-wrote it. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about him anymore, so we want to talk about Cabin in the Woods. Godard directed and co-wrote it. All right. 
I'm I'm on board with that. His name I think is probably Goddard, right? I, I think that's right. <laughs> I think there's a there's a different Goddard. Jean Drew Goddard. Yeah. Uh number five is the Lodge. Yeah. Do you remember The Lodge? I sure do. Great, uh, great twist. Really enjoyed this movie. Uh, Riley Keough plays like a young uh, stepmom or stepmom to be, uh-huh. who is uh, brought on a yeah, Christmas Wolfhard? vacation. No, no it's, it's a kid from It, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, Christmas vacation. Jordan Mattel might be his name. Christmas vacation. <laughs> yes, with uh, her beau and his young children to try to warm up to them. Uh, they try to like play some pranks on her because they don't like her very much. Uh, then suddenly, then yeah, things don't go poorly. You're in a cabin; it's in the woods. Things it's not going to go, go well. Poorly. Yes, excuse then me. Then suddenly they awake. They awaken to the father had to go get something. Yeah, he's got to leave. And they awaken the three of them to the house being completely like snowed in. Yeah, yeah. No trapped. electricity. Uh huh. And no heat. Right. And the food's gone. Yeah, and it's uh, it goes it goes worse from there. It's got a good twist. Uh, Fun really twist. great twist. Great good uh, ending. Great performance from Riley Keough. I uh, just really really enjoyed that movie. Definitely yeah, recommend it's a good it. One. It is upsetting, uh, as these often are. Uh, number four, the cabin in the woods, mm. the titular one. Uh, it's funny. Yeah. It's scary. It's yeah. gory. It's exciting. It's got a yeah. great cast. Yeah. I. Uh, and just really, really have a good time watching this one. Cast that's well suited. Yes. Yeah, they're definitely. To what they're trying to do, for sure. Something that I'd love to try to see uh, Chris Hemsworth do more of. Is low-budget films. <laughs> yeah, funny things. <laughs> <Where he's... laughs> These stores are always funny. Yeah, I know. That's, that's true. part of the whole thing about uh, Thor. But I, maybe more like. Uh, Thor like bonks his head on a coconut and goes, yeah. oh, my Fun- head. Funny things like where he doesn't have to be Thor. Um, uh, I guess he did Mission, uh, not Mission Impossible, Ghost Men in Black, and Ghostbusters. That yeah, okay. Never mind. I just like the cabin in the woods. I guess he was the best part of that Ghostbusters <laughs> movie. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, this movie's really Extract good. Extract two. I've heard that's good. Maybe Twitter's lying to me. Who's to say? Let's we'll watch <laughs> that after this. If you uh, want. maybe that'll be uh, a Joe movie. We should do that on Wednesday. Sure. I. Uh, Cabin in the Woods, really like it. Number three, I uh, and I'm realizing as I go through this list that I may have left off a major one, and uh, I'll have to, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it off the list, but I'll check in with you after. Is it Shooter? It, it is not Shooter. Isn't there a cabin in that? Yes, there. Yeah. It's a, it's a finale at the cabin. Watch Shooter. Finale at the cabin. <laughs> a lot of times I watch Shooter. When did you, when did you watch Shooter so many times? We must uh, have known each other. Yeah, well, it was on television. Quite a bit. Oh, TNT. God, I hate watching movies on TV. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I wasn't watching movies on TV. I was watching Shooter. Oh, I see. Uh, number three is It Comes at Night, mm. uh, which is a Cabin in the Woods and Apocalypse kind of movie uh, that had a, you know, it had a problem with its marketing. We actually, uh, we revisited this for our uh, for our series that, oh my God, what did we call that? Uh, what do we call watch what? from ho- the watch from home movies? Stay at home movies. Stay at home movies. Oh the ordinance God. was for us to stay at home. It was. Uh, so stay at home. Stay at home movies. Yeah, we revisited this for stay at home movies. Yeah. I recommend checking out that episode. Uh, I it follows. It comes at night. It follows <laughs> yeah. us at night. It does. And then it comes. There's a, there's a 
that's, that's no, the, not that's the that problem way. that makes it follow. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, this is a movie that I really liked when I can first I, saw it. Can I tell you, I'm listening to the recent episode of Bang Bang. Sure, Gemberling's on, and his character is an alien. Okay, who is desperate for the th- only things that its species can eat. Okay, it's trapped here on Earth, and the only thing that it can eat is shit and cum. <laughs> so he's there just it. asking. <laughs> for them. And Kroll, Nick Kroll's on as himself, and he's asking for the, their shit and cum. <laughs> it's like, well, I heard that you know a large number of people. I'm wondering. It's like such a perfect gambling character. Okay, it's sure. really funny. <laughs> I, I, I bet it is. It's really funny. I, comes at night, great movie. Number two, the 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 Kingpin. The standard bearer of Cabin in the Woods movies, Evil Dead. Mm. Uh, Which one? I went with the original. Okay. Uh, I'm not quite prepared to say I like the 2013 one more, mm-hmm. uh, but I might. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, what is there to say about Evil Dead? It's incredible. It's uh, I, I'm sure it didn't start the whole thing, but it, it epitomizes the whole thing. There's never been a more Cabin in the Woods setting than that cabin in those woods. Uh, and number one, maybe a controversial take, not in terms of quality, but just like, it's not really a cabin, uh, but it's Get Out, which I think embodies the spirit of they are traveling into an isolated space in the woods uh, and things go bad from there. I. Uh, in what my it, mind, the initial setting of us is more prevalent. They go to like the sure. beach town, but yeah. they stay in that like remote on the lake. Yeah, that's house. true. They're kind of all over the place, though. Yeah, no, they eventually leave and they go underground. But I think that's fine. I it's think I list. think I think in the cabin in the woods movie, you want to be pretty uh, pretty isolated in that cabin. What's the one that you left off? I uh, so the one and tell me if you think this counts. Uh, the witch. Yeah, because they are they are forced from their home and they have to go live in a new home. That's kind of a cabin in a big field that's next to the woods. But I think the argument could be made. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I. Well, people have funny games. Okay, sure. I just now realized this is the second podcast in a row where I have ranked Get Out at number one on my top five. You did Kaluuya list. I did. Uh, So (laughs) get excited for next week's list, my top five Allison Williams films. And then the week after that, top five movies that tell you what to do. Yes. Uh, (laughs) But let's get into our actual top five, shall we? Uh, It's the 24th weekend of 2023, June 16th. And your top five is number one, The Flash, followed by number two, Elemental, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse at three, Transformers Rise of the Beasts at four, and The Little Mermaid at five. But of course, we'll be starting with the number one release of The Flash, which made $55.7 million this weekend. And I think to say oof magoof, would be an insult to all the oof magoof that have come before. Uh, so I will refrain, but just know that I'm thinking it. Ten years ago, 
On June 14th, a little film opened called Man of Steel. Superman. That film opened to $12 million on Thursday. Oh. <laughs> $44 million on its pure five Friday gross, which okay. then brings it to a total of $56 million yeah. for its Friday opening. Pretty good. Went on a gross, a very nice. In fact, that is more than what the Flash opened to. It is. Uh, it would then go on to gross $116 million in its opening weekend, 128 when factoring that Thursday. It was followed by the greatest fumbling of a bag in cinematic history. The week after that, well, I'll save that for a minute. And now we get The Flash, a movie that they filmed three endings to. Is that true? Like to avoid spoilers? No. Ending credits sequences. Oh, no. Because the first one was something to the effect of Barry... uh, And I'll go without doing spoilers for everybody. Barry... um, With a certain Batman. Okay. And then... They filmed a second one, and it was Barry with a few members of the old Justice League. Okay. And then some regime changes happened. James Gunn decided to cancel the next Superman movie with Henry Cavill. He basically fired Patty Jenkins from the Wonder Woman franchise, and they had to real quick film a third. Not real quick, but... They had, they filmed the third one, where he's with they, Black Adam that they have now. No, that they have now. Um, in January. Okay. Tim with the Blue Beetle. No. Uh, you know who it's with, or I've mentioned the name before, but I won't do it on the pod. Okay. Um. And this has been years. You know, a, a funny thing people have been saying is that. God, just just the, the and articles and articles have been written about the Flash and this production hell. Yes, that it's been through. Been in the news. And <laughs> Ezra Miller was hired. Warner Brothers, the Flash movie to star Ezra Miller. This article is from October 15th, 2014. Good God. That's nine years ago with a movie slated in 2018. What did they get up to in between then and now? Uh, Ezra? Yeah. Stuff. Listen, I'm not here to do any of that stuff. I think that they're very in need of therapy and repercussions for Fair their enough. actions. But it, what's interesting is that was nine years ago. Right. It was the same time that the Flash television show premiered. Right. And that show just ended a nine-season run of 184 episodes in May, before this movie came out. We had a whole nine-season run of a show. Almost yeah. 200 full episodes of TV aired. So... What went wrong? This is a a disaster. This is a Chernobyl-level event. The whole reason 
once Batgirl was canceled and once James Gunn was moving in, they were like, why are we even having this? And then Ezra Miller's controversies. Why are we releasing this movie? And what was the one reason everyone on Twitter said? It's fucking great. That man came after. Oh, did it? It's, it's important. Too expensive ah, okay. to not release. It costs over two hundred million dollars to make. That you know what backroll costs ninety. They could flush that. This is too big of a risk. And it opened to a hundred and thirty-eight worldwide. This is the worst outcome. This is a lower opening weekend. This is about the same opening weekend as Green Lantern, which had terrible reviews. This had mixed reviews, uh, mixed to good, and it still couldn't make more than Green Lantern. Green Lantern sold way more tickets in its opening weekend than this movie. Yeah. And that was almost a career killer for Ryan Reynolds. You know, Ryan Reynolds should be the new The Flash. Sure. <laughs> Uh, he's filming another movie soon, but yeah, he can do. Or they're writing it. I guess they probably have to stop now. Um, you know, I this is like I couldn't have fathomed this number, even when reports like early tracking was a hundred million to hundred fourteen. I was always like, that's a little low, and then seventy to ninety. I was like, well, that'd be a disaster. Seventy. I I can't. This is this is the word. This had a B cinema score. I think. Um, and so yeah, we'll go to your thing. James Gunn came out to say it was the great one of the greatest superhero movies. This had a B cinema score. Yeah, one of the great superhero movies to ever be made. Sure. Early screenings called it the same thing, and it came out with a big bunch of indifference. So like, why? Why is it because like the the DCEU is in such tattered remains that 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 the audiences are confused by like is this a dc movie is this part of our continuity no i don't think that's why i don't think regular audiences give a shit you know i i don't i don't think that a normal average family uh-huh is like should we see the flash well i don't know is it part of the story moving forward what about the James Gunn of it all? They say the twelve-year-old asks his father. Sure. No, they have no idea. The reason this bombed was because nobody gives a shit about Michael Keaton as Batman anymore. Sorry. Yeah. Should have spent a, the. That was a big whiff. Should have spent the money on Christian Bale. Um. Uh. No one gives a shit about Ezra Miller, which is fine. That doesn't always have to be how these things are. But usually when Captain America comes out or when Thor comes out, it's not on the back of a $200 million better save our fucking studio movie. It's a we can open to $60 million and call it a win. Thor opened to 64. That's awesome because it didn't cost this much. And there's an expectation. It's not holding up the studio. Right. No one also. It's a small step. It's a beginning of things. I, this is, I, I think there are like five or six uh, reasons that individually could have sunk this movie and they all happened at once. Uh, one of them for me is the continued thing that these DC movies kept doing and hopefully won't keep doing now that everyone's fired uh, is just to do the Avengers first. 
They did it with Justice League. They mm-hmm. did it with this. You got to make a Flash movie first. And then later, when people like the Flash, you can make your big complicated one where he goes back in time and he meets Ben Affleck and all these other things happen. Ben Affleck's actually the one ben he knows, Affleck, but whatever. Yeah. I, you cannot do that first. Supergirl wasn't a big deal. Zod coming back wasn't a big deal. And the Flash isn't that popular superhero. His powers are conf- my mom said my mom asked me, What is what can the Flash do? We saw the trailer. Yeah. And she looked over and she goes, What's his superpower? I'm like he runs fast. Like, I think yeah, he he runs fast and therefore can like literally do anything at all. Sure. Uh but yeah, he runs fast. And nobody cares about this character. And yeah, I agree with you. I think if Justice League was better, this would be different. But this is like the equivalent. Let's say Justice League was great. Sure. This is like the equivalent of introducing uh, introducing Captain America in, in the Avengers movie. Yeah, or like and making then, Civil War first. No, and then waiting six years to make the first Avenger. Uh-huh. It's so... Yeah. Justice League came out in 17 in theaters. Yeah, that, yeah. It was six years ago. He hasn't been on screen, on a big screen since then. I just, there's, there's just, there's no continuity here. I just really think this broke down to audiences were like, who cares if Keaton's back? And we don't care about this character. And that was it. I don't think it's superhero fatigue. You want to know why I don't think it's, what are you, why, why do I not think it's superhero fatigue? Uh, Because Guardians of the Galaxy did well. And? Uh, and Ant-Man did poorly. Uh, Spider-Verse is doing incredibly right now. Spider-Verse. Guardians, Spider-Verse. Boom, boom. Back to back. Huge hits. Don't give me that, you know, superhero fatigue bullshit, my man. If all three of those failed, Ant-Man sucked, right? Yeah. Didn't do well. Shazam wasn't good and didn't offer anything new. Came out in a crowded month gone also too long for a sequel which is wasn't their fault it was covid but 2019 four years later for kind of like kid-friendly breakout sequel too long and guardians hit panther hit spider-man hit flash didn't and we know the reasons it's not because of super it's because the movie isn't very good there's nothing must see about it nobody cares about the superhero that's the problem if this if this costs 120 million dollars this would be fine we'd all be fine why did it cost so much? Because it was the main event. I also think that going going back to what you mentioned earlier, like the fact that an entire Flash television show happened between Ooh. this movie being announced and it coming out in theaters, like that didn't not affect the Flash market. Yeah. It, sure. I, sure. It didn't cause it to open to $50 million, but there are people who just spent nine years watching the flash and were like, wow, I'm full. Now I'm going to take my flash nap. Yeah. I, it's that it's just another one of the things I, the whole rich history they're trying to draw on also is a weird, messy sort of failure that nobody likes. You know, you talk about bringing Zod back like, no, Nobody's coming here being like, wow, we're revisiting some touch points from the Superman films yeah. that like didn't happen. You you haven't managed to land a single thought outside of like most of Wonder Woman one. And 
Like, that's kind of it. People like Aquaman. Uh, but sure, Aquaman. I. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll grant them Aquaman, but like that's basically two movies. The Suicide Squad, but didn't do do well. Yeah. But I mean, it's just Peter Safran and James Gunn must be thinking their bottom dollar, their lucky stars, kissing whoever on the ass that this was not their regime, and they can wipe this off and go. Yeah, well, listen, that's fine. That didn't work. Yeah, Guess thank what? God, you hired us. We have an entirely new thing that we're doing. Like he literally, like they're. While this was happening on the Warner Brothers lot, they had three actors, including Nicholas Holt, in costume, test uh-huh. screening for Superman, and three Lois Lanes, Phoebe from Bridgerton, okay. Rachel Brosnahan from Maisel, and Emmy Emma Mackey from Sex Education, but we would know her from uh, Death on the Nile. She's the one who okay. we thought died. With okay. Wig. Uh... In costume testing for Lois Lane. Like, we have Superman coming out, and, like, there's still an Aquaman movie to come out. Like, it's crazy, but this is a huge disaster, and I'm much more passionate about the next thing. Yeah. So, go ahead. I would like them to not make Superman uh, Nicholas Holt one of our great, weird British boys. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure he's, like, 35 now, but I, like, just, that's, I don't do Nicholas Holt. I think I love Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt being buff would be weird. He's like he's like a little British weirdo, and to ma- to make him Superman is not what I want. I yeah, that's I th- I think we've I think we've about done it on the Flash. Uh, let's talk about another big hit, Elemental, which opened to twenty nine point six million dollars this weekend. All right, so it's ten million less than Onward, which came out in twenty twenty. And March 6, 2020. Right. Um, anyway, back to 2013, a week after Man of Steel came out, Monsters University came out the same weekend as World War Z. World War Z opened at 66, but it came in second. And Man of Steel made 41 that weekend because Monsters University made $82 million. Boy, remember those days? I do. Remember when fucking Inside Out made like 90? Now... I don't want to harp on this too much, but we all know the reason this happened. Okay. I think a, the, the, that they've gone away from like famous voice actors is partially a factor. I do. Sure. Um, and it was never their bread and butter. They never had the posters that said, you know, like, uh, Ellen DeGeneres finding Nemo. It was never that, but you knew what, you know, it's just, it's an incentive for, especially for adults. Um, I think that the story for elemental on paper is a bit weak, you know, no one's going to see it as like, wait, there's what's a water and fire like each other? What's the plot here? Yeah. Fine. 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 And I don't think this would have been a hit in normal times. I don't. I think this would have been like on par with The Good Dinosaur. By the way, The Good Dinosaur opened to also $39 million. Uh in November. That was a Thanksgiving weekend. Or no, right after Thanksgiving. Um, anyway, this is... Really bad. It's their lowest opening. Uh, it's lower than Lightyear by $21 million. And the reason is, is because Turning Red, Luca, and Soul all premiered on Disney+. Plus. We had, before Lightyear, let's just say up to up to this. This is like, Lightyear you could take as like one of their event movies. Because sure. it's, it's a whatever and all this kind of stuff. 
This is on par with like Soul and Onward and Turning Red and Luca, which is just a movie they're releasing. Yeah. It's three full years. That's a huge amount of time for your target age audience. You know, people who kids who were seven in 2020 are now 10 and probably aging out of Pixar. And those kids probably think of Pixar as a Disney plus brand kids that were three and are now six got all their Pixar from Disney plus kids that were five and are now eight. Like it's just, it, they, they Disney and Bob Chapek, whoever did it, trained audiences to think of Pixar as the Disney plus brand. Yeah. They're available there. Why would they go see it in a theater? And you can blame Spider-Man. It's a huge hit, but like Spider-Man came off right off of, you know, like Super Mario was in like, it's like third week in like it's seventh weekend, but it was a monster hit. So Spider-Man has something to do with it. I'm sure that just the Super Mario, there's been a lot of animation recently. Yeah. But there's really one thing to blame for this. And it's, it's audiences are habitual creatures. We know this, because I spend my life reading and learning about the box office, and there are things you can always point to. What, like we talk about them being creatures of habit all the time. Cinema score. We know that if it's a B minus, it's bad. We know we know what the numbers mean because it's the same thing every time. If a good movie opens to higher than we expect, we can expect good legs. Usually, that's true. It's like it's just it's all the you know. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yes. Well, say it better than me. I uh, okay. Um, the problem is that Disney has just kind of completely flushed away the premium brand status it's that DreamWorks Pixar had. Movie. Flushed away. It's a DreamWorks movie. It is. Yes. I uh, and and that was largely done by them just putting out movies on Disney Plus for a while, and so. A, like, you're completely right that people are just now looking to watch their Pixar movies on Disney+. Plus, mm-hmm. But also, like, it used to be for a an enormously long stretch of time, like a very impressive stretch of time. Any Pixar release at all was, like, a big event. This was a, this was a big deal that these movies are coming out. Yeah. And now it's just some other movie. Yeah. And it, do, it doesn't help that they've also... Uh, they are no longer putting out like classic after classic after That's classic. True. That that was part of it too, but you know they 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 were able to ride that wave for a while. Yeah, and also you know audience habits have changed as far as what movies they're seeing. Uh, original yeah. animation has been in a rut for years and years. Yeah, but it's not just affecting Pixar, but it is just something that makes me angry because they're really. And again, it's not like Elemental is going to be the big breakout hit. And I don't think Elio is either. No. That's the thing, because I also think that they need to get back to their ways where they're like as like if you think about like and forget cars, which made a lot of money or Ratatouille, which is like great. But like those just ideas where they're like, we could take a movie about a robot and you're just like that. I have to see. Yeah. Because it's, you know, the be- like the innovation that the beginning of it is like silent and- or that it looks like it's blending real world graphics or like up where you're, you know, have this huge pathos at the beginning of the movie. Like these kind of innovations seem to have like left. They're not like taking as many risks like that. Yeah, they've they've become more of like a 
a big capital C concept thing. Yeah. And like I don't want to I don't want to rag too much on Elemental because I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Yeah. Uh, but like their movies are now we think of the thing and which is uh, a city made up of the four elements. And then Look we have like we yeah, we have here. meeting after meeting of like the fireplace and yeah. All yeah. These. Like what is what what is it like? How does the fire interact with the water and the train station? And like we see we see this and we see that and it all goes like, oh, wow, that's so clever. Uh, what they need to do. And this will never happen because this isn't how business works. Uh, they need to not make a movie for at least five years. They, they need to not like shutter oh. Pixar, but just stop. Scrap everything. Uh, send Elio to the Batgirl land. Uh, don't make Toy Story 5. Just clean break. What about Inside Out 2? None of it. God, don't make Inside Out 2. But she's a teenager now. Her emotions are different. I don't care. Have an idea, damn it. Uh, they do a kid the aliens like a kid is president <laughs> god damn it listen i liked elemental stop elemental it. Listen, uh, elemental is good because it all there it does have touches of like the immigrant experience and and like interracial date like there are sure. things in it but on its face those commercials don't give any of that or anything that's special about it and it's it's a real shame i think there's there is a, a rut at pixar i agree not good that they're making bad movies but just that it's not what it was, and I don't know if they can ever get back there, but I do think that a lot of it is the fact that we've trained audiences that, like, not only are these not as good, but you can wait. Yeah. And that's always a huge issue. All right, what's next? They had a good run, though. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse came in. They had an all-time run. They did. At number three with $27.2 million. God, were we lucky to be kids and seeing those movies. That was a 50.9% drop, and it was up to $279.8 million. Yeah, I mean, we're getting a hard drop. I think that has to do with both a superhero movie and an animated movie opening sure. against the superhero animated movie. But, uh, yeah, we're going to cross 300. Uh, we're going to cross 600 worldwide. It's a phenomenon. Yeah, very cool. Good stuff. Uh, number four, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts made twenty point seven million. That was a sixty six point one percent drop. That is up to one hundred and one point three. Yeah, it's gonna make more than um, the last night, which copped out at like one thirty. Right, Bumblebee's uh, right around the same. But I don't think this was like the savior that they expected. I think that the problem was really released. I think if this was like released in August and had a bit more room to breathe, or it only had like the Meg to counteract sure. or to go against or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think we're having a better time than coming off of like the little mermaid, which is crushing it and guardians, which is crushing it. And you know, fast X, which is just like not dissimilar, like a big car movie. Yeah. <laughs> Cars yeah. go fast. Uh, explosions, Spider-Man. Um, they have a pretty bonkers ending that I think you have enough here to get away with, especially if the movie can get around one forty, But, um, it's going to be tight. Yeah. I, and not in the 90s way, because the movie takes place in the 90s, that you would say tight. Right. It's a weird, it's a weird movie, this Transformers, <laughs> in that, like, it's a it's a small-scale Transformers, kind of. Uh, like, it, it feels like Bumblebee. Yeah. But it looks like one of the major franchise ones, just in that, like, there's a big team of Transformers, and they're fighting Unicron and whatever. And it just doesn't like it. It it seem it seems like the sound is out of sync or something. Mm. Like everyone's mouths are moving, but the sound coming out is not what they're saying. 
and it's it's a, it's a very it's a very strange. I've thought a lot about it since we saw it, Apparently. and it just is it doesn't work. I no, I know, <laughs> <laughs> but not just that it's bad. Like, of course it's bad, but there's like weird fundamental rot inside that just didn't uh, didn't do it. Also the climax of the movie features a modern song and that's that's just like I great soundtrack though otherwise great yeah soundtrack. it's a great soundtrack otherwise but the whole movie is like guys we we have Biggie and we have the Wu-Tang Clan and he's listening to De La Soul on a cassette tape oh, when and here who like that came on oh yeah. baby and here is our new release that we'll be submitting for best original song at the Oscars. And just like, get the fuck out. Uh, the Little Mermaid came in at number five with $11 million. That was a 52.3% drop. It is up to $253 million. Um, domestically, it's a big hit. It's probably going to, oh, I don't know if it's going to clear three now. It might. Uh, it's been having good drops up until this weekend. So we'll see. It's getting close to 300. I think it's a big hit here. Um, yeah. All right. And then also opening this weekend, we'll go with The Blackening, which made $6 million over the weekend. I heard it was a $5 million acquisition for Lionsgate. So okay. that's good. Well done. Uh, Tim Story directed it. He's a wonderful uh, story of a director. No pun intended. Uh, you know Tim Story by name. I've mentioned him many times. Uh, well, when you put that little capper on the end, it makes me feel bad to say, no, I don't know him by name. So he directed, and count count these out with me in particular, Count Barbershop, Taxi, don't count Taxi, Fantastic Four, count, Think Like a Man, count, Ride Along, count, uh, don't count Shaft, don't count Tom and Jerry. Either way, how many is that? Four. Four. Four franchises he's launched. Yeah. Barbershop, Fantastic Four, Think Like a Man, Right along, and honestly, they, he was hoping Shaft and Tom and Jerry certainly could have been. That opened in like early 2021 and made 136 million dollars. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, and uh, he won't have a franchise here, but he's always a fun name for box office people like me to go. Like, it's a guy nobody talks about, but he's like launched three yeah. movies a, that have gotten sequels. Four he, movies have gotten sequels. He is sequels. a very strong, reliable hand. Um, and the movie's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, you I really enjoyed it. it. I expect it to be making a decent amount on Monday as it's Juneteenth, and that's the holiday the movie takes place on. Sure. Uh, they could have called it Juneteenth. You know? Just yeah. kind of like a Valentine's Day kind of thing. Sure. Uh, or is there a pun that they could have used? I don't know. But the Blackening's a weird name. It is. Doesn't, um, doesn't quite what is it suggest. I was thinking about this during the movie. What is it parroting? I... The Conjuring? Maybe I don't. I like. I don't. I didn't read it as a. Oh really? I read it like as a, like a specific parody. It took a com. It took a horror movie called Inning, yeah. something, and then. I uh, no. I I just took it as like, that that is sort of like the most generically ominous thing. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a fun movie, even if the twist is like so obvious and boring. God, I was so bored by the twist. I was like, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all we all knew it from the beginning. <laughs> of course. But come on, guys. Yeah. Um but it is uh it does have some very funny moments in it. Um and the cast is all really good. They bounce yes. off well. Yeah, they it's bounce, great great cast. Yeah, they bounce well off each other. Uh that opened a six, pretty decent. Um I don't think it'll hold, but it's a decent per theater average. 
And then uh, also opening this weekend, Asteroid City. What's the pre theater average on Asteroid City, Noah? Uh, well, it's $140,000. <laughs> so let's talk about that for a second. $140,000 for Wessie Andes. Yes. Um, trying to find. That is a total, by the way, of $840,000. Trying to find a per theater average, but it's right around uh, like the 12th or 11th biggest per theater average of all time. Fifth, maybe biggest live action. It's all within the top 20 or top 10 of biggest live action per theater. Um, uh, six or more screens per theater. And it's the biggest per theater average of anything since La La Land in 2016. So wow. big, 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 big. Um it's cool. That's exciting. And maybe it'll be a big hit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> His movies have made money. You keep saying this. Sure. Hold on, Noah. Come uh-huh. on. Okay. Might I remind you that... Here we go. That uh, Royal Tenenbaums made 52... Uh-huh. Moonrise Kingdom made 45, and the Grand Budapest Hotel made 59. Sure. Those all came out in a different time and a different place. Yeah, no, it won't make money, but uh, it's not unheard of. Uh, Gardens of Galaxy Volume 3 is our spotlight as it has crossed uh, Thor Love and Thunder on the list of all-time Marvel movies. It beat uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and uh, Gardens of the Galaxy in recent weeks, the first one. So Good. Very, very good news uh, domestically for that movie, and it's doing well overseas. Well done, guys. All right, that's all I have. All right, then it's time to play everybody's favorite game. Yeah. Did I it know make what the more game or is less called. than? Then. We all know how to play <laughs> I named three movies, and you list them in order. Which ones made more and which ones made less I'll at tell the box you. office? For a bonus point, you can tell me the year in question, one of the movie's opening weekend totals within $3 million, and one of the movie's final grosses within $3 million. Are you ready to play? Your three movies are Peppermint, Red Sparrow, and Searching. 2018. <laughs> yes. Um, you got that from Peppermint, I presume? No, nah, missing. Uh, Searching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Missing is not on the list. All right, let's go with Red Sparrow for opening weekend. Let's say that made a whopping $12 million. I just missed. It made 16.8. I only get $3 million. That's my buffer. Yeah, $3 million. And then let's do um, searchings total, and we'll go with 30 Just missed on that, too. Whoa. It's 26 oh. I. But you got the year right, and you still have an opportunity to list them in order and uh, get the win here. Sparrow, Searching, Peppermint. No, it's actually Sparrow, Peppermint, Searching. Peppermint made more? It did. You're, oh, wow. That's <laughs> crazy. What got a sequel? Excuse uh, me. I, I searching know. wins. I, so yeah, that is a, uh, a rare win for me in Did It Make More or Less Than... I I always try to trick you with those things that like got sequels, thinking that it'll make you go like, oh well, that one grossed more because you it, did. Launched the it thing. worked, and it finally worked. There have been so many times where it didn't work. Well, you got it, well, and then. I finally got one. All right, come and gone from a theater near you, Brian. Are ready to go back in yep. time? All right, we're going to 2017 
Uh, big weekend. Four things came out. Wow. Plus one thing that I'm going to shout out and not try to make you guess. What are the dates? Uh, this is June 16th. So Wonder Woman's already out. Wonder Woman is already out. 2017. What was my birthday movie? That'll help because that'll be the toughest one for you to get otherwise. Really? Yes. 2017. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Uh, I'm trying a complete blank. Okay, right. give me some clues. It's a comedy. That I saw? Yes. It was your birthday movie. Oh, we no. both saw it. Oh, no. Uh, was a, it Pixar? Was it animated? Uh, no, it was not. Uh, it's an ensemble comedy for adults. That you and I saw. Yes. We were incredibly excited about it. Oh, no. Why were we excited about it? Because it had a good cast. And did we not like it? Fi- it was, I think it was fine. Oh, wait. No. Oh, but it almost. did not live up. I had a flash or something. It didn't. It didn't uh... I'd go so far as to say it had a great cast. Was it a sequel? No. Shit. It is a... In some ways, could be described as a Cabin in the Woods movie. Oh, 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 oh. What was that? Is that called Girls' Night Out? Just Night Out? Girls' Night Out? I uh, no. Nighttime with the girls. I uh, Girls' Night. How would you describe the night? Girls was night. it smooth? Oh, rough night. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is rough night. Yeah, that, that was a broad city. Uh, yeah, you had uh, you know uh, Lucia and Yellow was the director. It was Paul written w. by Downs. her and Paul W. Downs, uh, featuring Paul W. Downs and Alana Glazer, along with Jillian Bell, Kate McKinnon, Scarlett Johansson, Zoe Kravitz. Come on, uh, yeah. And no, like, it was I fine. think it was fine. No, it was fine. Uh, so that movie came out in seventh place. Okay, yeah, that made like uh, eight million dollars. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go up two spots. We went seven, five, three, and one this weekend. Uh, in the fifth spot, uh, a, I guess, horror movie, though not really in the way that I think of it, like a thriller, uh, sort of a, a movie about beasts, evil beasts coming to eat you. To eat me? Yes. It has since received a sequel. Uh, we watched the first one. It was the first time for me. I think it was the first time for you. Uh, more recently. Uh, it's also gotten not not like a spinoff. How how to say this? They've wow. they've taken the premise of this movie and redone it in a different setting. In many ways, the exact opposite setting, uh, which we saw in theaters last year. What? And I uh, enjoyed a lot more. What? Yeah. And it was part of this franchise? No, it, it, it wasn't like part of the franchise. It was just it's the same studio or the same writer or director. I no, don't know. But they just like repurposed it. Uh, okay. Uh, it is. It is well, give me give me some of the some of the classic uh, movie beasts. Werewolves. Uh, no, th- th- think more like a, like a real life thing. This could happen to you. Dogs, it's bears, bears sharks. is one. Sharks is one. Oh, is it a shark movie? <laughs> I'm just saying, sharks is one. I uh, there was a shark movie last year. 
No, there wasn't. Okay. No, last year is the one that's in a different setting with different beasts. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what this is. Last year had birds. The shallows? <laughs> kind of, except not the shallows. Birds. Yeah. Uh, what's a shark movie that's 47 not meters down? Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, we watched that with Joe. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was not good. No, okay, there was a different one with birds where yeah. they're trapped in a cage and birds are attacking. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. What was it called, though? Oh, they're, Fall? Yeah, they're climbing. Oh, yeah, Fall. Yeah. It was called Fall. Yeah. Yeah, Fall ruled. Yeah, I see. I was just like the exact opposite of 47 meters down, yeah, but sure. also it's yeah, the exact same up, movie. Yeah, up. yeah. Um, all right, so for, uh, 14. I That made 11.2. Okay. All right, on to number three. I could have sworn that was a late July or August movie. Nah. Uh, number three, a biopic. Uh, a, I'd say, specific kind of genre of biopic that followed up a huge hit from a few years prior. I'll go so far as to say this is a music biopic. Did we see it? Uh, I didn't. No. I was briefly excited for it based on the first one that kind of kickstarted the hype. I. You didn't like Bohemian Rhapsody. No, it was before that. I don't know. Keep going. I. Uh, all right. So. It's a uh, a genre of music you don't often see put to film compared to your bohemians rhapsody oh, 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 all John. eyes on me all yes eyes on that me. is correct yeah not 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 good not a good movie no but it was sort of like a an yeah, implied 20, follow-up uh, to 25 26.4 yeah. very good i straight out of compton is what i was reaching for yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, all right and your number one released june 16th 2017 I, uh, you know what, what, what movies are released? Pixar on June sixteenth on your birthday. Pixar, yeah, they do that a lot. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, Cars three. There, yeah, there yeah, it is. Yeah. Got it. Um, So that's like a three and a half out of four for your uh, for your presentation. That's a good rating for a movie. It's a yeah, it's also a good rating for guessing the box office Uh, coming out in 13th place that weekend. One of the worst films of the year released in 579 theaters made one point four million dollars. I was narrated by a young dead child. (laughs) Book of Henry? <laughs> the Book of Henry, baby. What place was that in? 13th. Wow. Uh, that movie sucked. How many theaters did they get? But 579. What? That's weird. <laughs> it was weird. All right, Noah, yeah. we have an early reaction, but we're going to do something very special. That's cool. There's a red band and a green band trailer for this. We're okay. watch both of them. Oh, my. What was like your first impression to be? Uh, green How band. Oh, I was going to say red, but okay. I'm going to go green. No, I'd, I see it as like the green band trailer is the real trailer, and the red band trailer is like the fun one. That's true. Okay, we'll go green band first. We're going to watch trailer for Craven the Hunter. <laughs> Sony Pictures presents. rated R. Sony Fuck Pictures you. presents from the world of Spider-Man and more, mostly Venom and Morbius comes Craven the Hunter. 
No one hasn't seen this trailer. We're going to have to top the mic. We're going to watch the Green Band trailer and then come back. He'll give his instant reaction and his prediction. And then we'll watch the Red Band and he'll come back and see if that prediction's changed. Okay. All right. But as always, it'll be seamless. No, what does that font uh, and uh, title treatment look like to you? Uh, it looks kind of like Venom. Uh, yeah, I th- I agree. I'm thinking more like, think about the way that he was just moving in that last shot and what animal he represents. Okay. I, well, he's a lion man. Yeah. I. What color is that lion? Lion like is gold? yellow gold. So yeah, sure. call it a gold lion. Yeah. Is there another animal that's has a similar title treatment? I. That that looks like? The. Uh, Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Letters and everything. All right. Gold yeah. On the outside. Yeah. I gotcha. Um, Craven the Hunter, a yeah. character famously that doesn't have superpowers. He's uh, given a potion by his love interest Calypso that enhances his powers. Like he gives him a little bit of power so he can fight Spider-Man. But he wasn't bitten by a radioactive lion or anything. No. That I... might be what happens here. She might still give him something. She might find him dying. You know, and they give him a little potion. I don't know. But they sure make it seem like he just gets bit by a fucking lion and then turns into a a lion man. Aaron Taylor Johnson playing Sergei Kravenov. You got uh, Ariana DeBois as Calypso, Oscar winner. Russell Crowe as father, Oscar winner. Can't turn down an accent, Russell (laughs) Crowe. Aaron Taylor Johnson's Oscar nominee. Yeah. Don't forget uh, Terrific actor Alessandro Nivola as Rhino And of course Christopher Abbott Who you might not have seen there as the villain I did not He's the one who says um, uh, You know they say that he hunts uh, his fucking packs or whatever Okay But don't go on his list Because then you'll, you'll see him in a second Because then you'll fucking die or something <laughs> Sure Oh okay. There he is <laughs> I thought the villain was Russell Crowe No Interesting No uh, directed, of course, by J.C. Chander. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> who directed Margin Call and All is Lost and A Most Violent Year and Triple Frontier. I would not have guessed that. <laughs> I, what did you think of Craven the Hunter? This movie looks like shit. I am very mad. I don't understand how two people who ostensibly have nothing to do with each other. These people being JC Chandor and whoever the hell made Morbius, I uh, can make the movie that looks exactly this. Like this looks just like Morbius yeah. in every way, yeah. the way it's shot, the way it's lit, the action, the way they move around the screen in ways that suck. I, uh, it's just the same shit again, except like a little more coherent in what it is about. Does that poster look like anything to you? I, Scarface? No. I uh, you'll ha- you'll have to tell me. Then I will. Uh the poster of Aaron Taylor Johnson kind of sitting with his dick out, uh much like Black Adam. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. That's a uh, That's true. This looks really fucking bad, man. Villains aren't born, they're made. Hey, stop calling your movie. They did that with fucking Venom. Not Venom. Yeah, probably Venom and also with Morbius being like, villains are here. He says in the movie he kills bad people. Yeah, this is... I'm I'm so sick of these. (laughs) And Rhino's in it. Yeah, that's cool. Do you want to know why they called me the Rhino? It's because because I I turn into a big fucking rhino. Yeah. I have horn. 
By the I, way, I can only find the Red Band trailer, so we're only doing this once. It yeah, that's out. fine. No, what do you think this opens to? This comes out, of course, October something. Listen, so here, there's a lot of factors here. <laughs> Spider-Man, big deal. People love it. Not in this movie, but like... Uh, there are spiders Venom, in this. Yeah. There are Venom all the spiders. does not have Spider-Man, uh, and yet people love it. But also Venom has Venom, who is popular, and Craven the Hunter is not. Craven mm. uh, the Hunter is a... Uh, is a higher tier villain than Morbius, the human vampire? Living. Uh, excuse me. Blade's a human vampire. Okay. Right? I, Maybe I'm now wrong. Now Blade's a daywalker. Yeah, you can say Morbius however you want. I don't care. Okay. I, don't know. <laughs> I will disrespect Morbius. I, but still, not a big deal. Uh, R-rated movie. On the one hand, exciting? Kitschy? Like... You get to have none of that violence in this seemed interesting at all. Well, no, but like, it's there. Yeah, you don't usually get to have the villain like eviscerating people or whatever. On the other hand, R-rated movie, uh, teenagers can't go. I, I'm gonna lean into the fact that I really hated that trailer and say that this is gonna do really poorly and open to twenty three million dollars. Okay. No, uh, recommend a movie for the folks. I do, for this. Oh. I do briefly just want to shout out that uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts was one of my previous Noah Domus predictions. Uh-huh. I predicted thirty-five. It opened to sixty-one. So that's a big. Yeah. I. What do you got next on the agenda? I let's see. I got Dial of Destiny. Yeah, that's in two uh, weeks. Would you get for that's that's Wednesday? About to open it comes to, Wednesday or something. All right. Well, this this will say was for the three day, uh, because it's a forty million dollars is what that's going to open to. All right. Uh, and then we got Barbie. We got the Meg 2. Yeah. Blue Beetle probably comes out eventually. Yeah, I don't know when. Uh, another DC movie. Okay. Yeah. Hey, listen. Recommend a movie for the folks for this week slash weekend. Uh, you guys should definitely check out The Blackening, which despite yeah. its uh, lackluster twist and maybe definitely being like 10 minutes too long, uh, it was fun throughout. Yeah. Uh, I, I second that. I, I'm going to say Elemental just because it's a, a Pixar movie. It looks gorgeous. The animation's incredible. And it's just a nice uh, come and be like, I'm going to go see a nice movie. And yeah. you will. All right. Noah, plug us up. All right. You can find us at what's in the box We are on Twitter at Wit Box Office. That is also our Instagram handle. I am on Twitter at Noah. I'm at Brian DeServer, D S U R B R. Of course, the feed for our podcast can be found anywhere podcasts are found. We are on Stitcher. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We are on track to open to more than The Flash in theaters. Wow. Give us that money. (laughs) Um, Next week. uh, Jesus, God, what comes out this weekend? Anything? We looked this up before. Uh, Yeah. Just no hard feelings weekend. Yes. Yeah, that sounds right. Very excited for that. Yeah, I hope it's I really hope it's going to be good. I'm here. I'm excited. So we'll see how that does. And also, how hard will The Flash drop? Probably a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Come back next week to find out. This has been What's in the Box Office. I've been your host, Brian. And I've been your host, Noah. And until then, go see a movie.